If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, and there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money for your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, everyone. We're glad you could join us again for episode 56, Setback for the Comeback. We speak about those times in life when you're taking more sidesteps than moving forward. We're going to talk about it, so stay tuned. Hey guys, your favorite girls are back. I'm Ayana. And this is Delilah. And you know we're the not corporate girls. <laughs> or do you? Do you know? Uh, episode 56. And the title of this episode is Setback for the Comeback. <sighs> Deep there's there's a lot of a lot of interesting emotions around that. But before we even kick into that, let's let's mm-hmm. talk about some fun stuff. Let's talk about our positive notes. Sounds good. You want to take us away? Guys, I'm mad tired. <laughs> so I'm so she tired. She's tired. Because, yo, Ayana basically said I look hit <laughs> by saying I look tired. I just came back from Jamaica on Sunday, no, Monday morning. Yeah, Sunday night, Monday morning, whatever. And it was a fantabulous time. Jamaica was lit. I'm peeling oldie. Your pictures look lit. Oh, they were, were good. They, they were like, good. They took some amazing photos. Jamaica's amazing. We had like only one like rain day. When we got there, and then after that, the weather really showed up. Um, it was a girls' trip. It was good times, just chill. We didn't do like too much of anything. Just want the fun, sun, and drinks on the beach. Now, did you know all the girls that you went with? Yeah, no, all of them. Majority of them were my sorority sisters, and then one of them was their biological sister and like a childhood friend or like a high school friend that they mm-hmm. grew up with and then one of their parents like their father came i saw in the picture yeah <laughs> and another sister's biological sister okay and uh, we were celebrating three birthdays shout out to libras <laughs> libra season libras um, are good people yeah there was mad birthdays like ending september october I yeah feel like back to back to back birthdays um, so it was cool. It was it was good time. So many laughs, like laughs on laughs on laughs. <laughs> and I would I would travel with all of them again. Like, yeah. You know how big groups it could be iffy, but everybody yeah. was on the same wavelength. Like people did, you know, their own thing they wanted to. Right. We would meet up like to eat breakfast, whatever. But right. like, for the most part, um, we did like an excursion on Friday, and we all went. Um, it was kind of like rock climbing through mm-hmm. the waterfalls. How was that? It was so much fun, but. It was very, um, it was like an extreme sport. <laughs> right. It was tiring, so after that, we went and he had Too drinks. extreme? It was a little too extreme. I was like, wait, I've been kind of signed up for this, but I did sign up for this. Right, you did. <laughs> and plus, you're on vacation. Exactly. Right? So I was like, like well, I'm doing hard work on vacation. Like, I'm I know. I'm on top of this damn freaking water, <laughs> cascading waterfall. But it was good times. Um, and I just feel like whenever you go on vacation with anyone, like, there's always some sense of, like, added closeness. Yeah. I feel like people get to, like, know each other more. Yeah. Even, like, I don't know. It's, it's just, yeah. After every trip, I always draw myself closer to certain people. Mm-hmm. Or, like, just 
people that I didn't get to know and just seeing them in another light. Right. But, you know, you're away from home. So it's like... And it's just y'all. It's like Survivor. It's like just being yeah. with the same people. Being with the same people, but then kind of seeing how people react in certain situations, mm-hmm. right? Like if something goes wrong mm-hmm. or a situation breaks out or right. like... You know, these are people I don't chill with day to day, but like you're gonna still come by my defense right, or, right, or right. anything. Not that any drama happened at all, but it's just like to see people out of their like comfort zone because home is your comfort zone. Right. right? You're, but then being with like, you know, people that you're not always with day to day, um, I think is always pretty cool. And just like um people come trying to like leave their routine of home. And just try to be like chill, which can like, be so hard on vacation sometimes, it, especially because we have a, a soon-to-be mom and a mother that joined us on the trip. Okay. So you know, like having to call back home yeah. and check in and all of that. So meanwhile, back at the ranch, I'm living free as a bird. Like <laughs> I can't. This back. You've been using this analogy like a few times this week. Back at the ranch. Back at the ranch. That's my line. <laughs> that is my line. Meanwhile, back at the ranch because it's never okay at the ranch shit is like ruffle rustle and tussle but don't i know but, it don't i know it <laughs> but ayana Rustle's was doing tussle. some dope shit during the weekend that i was kind of sad i i hate when cool things happen when i'm not I around know, to right? attend i them. know um so shout out to culture con the ccnyc third year in a row second year oh second yeah oh, it's just the third all right, so I'll make it there for three years of trial. I'll yeah, I'm. So, it was. I'm so proud of them. Like, definitely shout out to the CCMIC because they are just lit. They're creative as fuck. Like, they really, really, they just. That is their I'm time. just super um, amazed that this production that they put together it was really, really great. Um, there was a lot of added value there. Um, shout out to Jasmine, who's gonna be our guest. Yeah, uh, next week. But um, me and her went together because Delilah, of course, couldn't join us. Um, happy belated birthday to Jasmine. Yes, happy celebrate belated your birthday. birthday. Um, but it was fun. I mean, I would say, like, just to, like, a quick roundup, I would say, like, the top things that really stood out to me about the entire event overall mm-hmm. was, one, that creatives can come together and produce something really great. Right. Two, people of color can come together and make shit happen. Like, literally make it happen. Like, their thing is, like, we move the culture. Like, you know, Jay-Z said. It doesn't move without us. Yeah. It's, like, lit. But I think what we have to get along. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. I was going to say. There's there's a responsibility factor. Because I'm telling you, a matter of fact, while I'm here, to add to that point, this is just to add emphasis. Um, There was this girl. Her name is Tasika. Shout out to Tasca. She is the author of um, of an awesome book that I'm, I'm just so bad with. Like, Her Daughter Too is the name of the book. And I met her um, some years ago. But she literally posted this on Instagram. I'm going to read it to you guys really quick. Um, did she put it in her? I think it was an Insta stories. No, it's not there. But I posted it. I could go to my... It was basically just saying... How you have to be, like, nice to people. I just went through a situation where somebody reached out to me wanting me to collaborate with them um, for, like, an initiative. Um, And the email and the way they presented themselves was just not how you, like, go about... Securing brand partnerships. Right, or, like, getting people um, enrolled in your vision. And so, you know, other, other people could just be, like, be critical and and just like shun you and I I just took it as and I you know brought it to Ayana's attention a teachable moment but like not wanting to offend anybody because you know it's a 
somewhat of a vulnerability when you do reach out to somebody yeah. and, and put yourself out there, out like there that. to put an idea that's just like you know just a thought that you want to make happen and for a positive cause and mm -hmm. all good intent and then somebody be like nah, does she nah. respond she hasn't responded yet but maybe she does i, I don't know um because a lot of things too with with this is not taking things personal when people are trying to teach you, right? Yeah. So it's a twofold. Yeah. There's a way of how to teach someone and not come off condescending and like rude and like, you know, uppity. It's all about the delivery. It's about delivery. But for the people who, there's some people that even as nice as you say, always gonna find they a problem with it. it the same way. I want to tell you guys here now, don't be that because you're gonna stump your growth. Yeah. Because people are really um, interested in wanting you to do better. At least I know I am. And mm -hmm. I'm sure that you are too. Um, if I, I will call you out on your mistake. And plus, I work in social media. And there's times when I've like sent out posts that have like a fucking typo and a misspelling. Like, I'm human. Like, this is human error. It's not a robot that's here typing 20 miles. Right, like, right. you know, whatever. And you know what's funny? Too? Like, I'm just realizing with the theme of the, set, the setbacks to the comeback... A consistency that I saw on social media this week was about how to like be thoughtful and mindful of people's situations before you bash them. Because mm -hmm. another situation similar to this was somebody who was a mother, a single mother, trying to like be superwoman, taking care of her child, but also trying to send emails and do X, Y, and Z. And I think she sent the email like to the wrong person. And although the person on the receiving end wants to chew you up because it's like you know, you should have been more careful. Right. It's just like kind of allowing people the the room and space for human error. Like, mm -hmm. yes, I know there is some like technicalities when it comes to delivering yourself and how you present yourself. But right. I just feel like as creatives, we're, we get judgmental and sentimental how people judge our stuff. Right. So it's like, how are we the first ones to be like, on top of somebody for something that they fall short on. I mean, as humans, we're judgy in general. We are so judgy. It's, but there's like this nose up thing oh, yeah. with the whole creative space. And I don't know if it's, I see it because we're in it. Because mm -hmm. people that don't even live this world, I even try to check myself and how I speak about certain topics. Because it's like, just because this is my everyday, that's yeah. not the next person's everyday. I right, mean, right. two fucks about what I'm talking about. Right. No, yeah. you're right. I mean, I think, and that's, that was what was kind of cool about Culture Con because, um, like you said, our favorite word, they, they enrolled people in their vision. And it was really cool to see um, all these different creatives, people of color, be in the same place. What was really great was the panels. The panels were good as well. Like, just, like, hearing all this, like, information, things you know. You know, we know this stuff. But just hearing other people, like, kind of talk about their journeys and their challenges and successes right. Has just, was just really cool to hear because, I mean, there was a lot of things that I was shaking my head at a lot because I know it already, but it was one of those things where it's like, you're not alone. And I think that, I think the whole point of all of this was to really show everyone like you're not alone. Like as right. creatives, as people of color, this is the struggles and challenges and successes that we all go through. And mm -hmm. like, we can kind of like... Normalize them. Yeah, normalize them and be nice doing it, right? Like we, we can meet people. Like, I mean, you know, like there's, a couple there was a lot of people there that I, that we know um we saw our friend julian obviously mm -hmm. tequila um imani like mm -hmm. shout out to them um just a couple friends france and, and um um travis, travis from driven society mark i mean just like there was a lot of people there you know okay. so it was really cool um to be part of that so um big up to them and um you know we'll be there next year so that'll be mm -hmm. cool
Um, so that was a that was a that was a good positive note for me. And also, I wasn't on vacation, but in my mind, I was in Mexico. But I didn't end up there. I ended up in my home. Which was a good place to be. So, so it's a good place to sometimes be. Sometimes you need to live there. Sometimes you, know? you need to live there. So I had like my three mental health days, I'm going to call them. And I just chilled out while I just looked at Delilah's pictures in Jamaica and wished that I was in Mexico. But it's all good. Wish And which I didn't even post as much because I was really You was being vacation. in the moment. Yes, I, I appreciated that. I was looking, and but then, I knew what you were doing. So I was yeah, like, she needs to be was, in the moment because you're I'm, so on. I'm so... Girl, it was I good was to like, be off. It was good to just not even look. I didn't check in on anything. Um, I kind of posted like on my trap, like heading back home. That's yeah, when I started like I looking saw. through the pictures and stuff. But I was just like living my best life. <laughs> I was then going back and forth. <laughs> it was so good. But um, yeah. getting into a hustler spirit, um, kind of, and also getting into kind of our theme for the episode. But before mm-hmm. we do that, we need to talk about our latest. Um, what thing that? that we've done. Um, non corporate girls, is- we've done a thing, guys. <laughs> non corporate girls has launched IGTV. Have you checked out our intro video? We want to know, like, check it out, like, get to know us because big up to social media manager Carla. Every day, I just be like, Carla, when I grow up, I want to be like you. Every day, I'm like, Carla, you're not going anywhere, like, yo, <laughs> like you need to be your creative director, like, you, we are, we are grooming you to be. Okay, part of a vision, a three-man show over here. So Carla has hooked us up, and we're now on IGTV, and our intro video is lit. Like it I was, I was watch, I watched it like four times. Me too. <laughs> and I was, I was like, like, "Yo, we did so good." I was like, "I said that." <laughs> I said that. Like, and it was so long ago. And it was. It, it just, can and you imagine? You know, so long ago. It was. It was. It's almost gonna be a, a year. year. Oh my god. We so mad. <laughs> we sound like freaking we on clueless. But aside from that, it's gonna be a year. Um, I noticed like looking at that video, like you know when, all right, you have a foundation. We started an idea. Or even like when you're writing an essay, remember you had to start the intro uh, and then the body, body and then and the conclusion. conclusion. But you had to fulfill details and, and tie it back to and your And have transitions. And have transitions, yep. right? So when you're going, not on a tangent, but like you're trying to explain so much, yeah. you could drift off of what the topic is. And in us developing and growing on Corporate Girls, like... Sometimes we move out of base because we have so many ideas that we, we have to, like, refocus ourselves. Right. And I felt that video helped me to refocus yeah. ourselves. Like, when I was listening, I was like, this is our purpose. This is this is what the intention there. So I feel like whenever it feels like disarray or, like, you know, we're trying to do too much and you got to, like, bring it back, yeah. that video helps me really back Which in. Which constantly happens. We're constantly needing the real to yeah, that. Yeah, because we really want to... we. We want to do so much, and it seems like with this whole step, like, you know, the theme of the setback, you know when you're trying to do everything and then nothing happens? Yeah. We're not being our best selves. We're, we're spreading ourselves thin. We are, and the intent is to be, but it's like we feel like we got to try to hit every freaking pocket because it's like doing one thing at a time and waiting for it to follow through. It's just so timely, but I think... Maybe we have to reorganize the approach and really mm-hmm. just stick in one lane. Which is what we realized yeah. recently, and, and this is where we're at, but mm-hmm. it's real. It but is. what I really liked about the video was that, like, aside from the fact that when it was, like, a long time ago, but, like, we were, it was, like, it did remind me, like, how, like, not that we're not passionate now, but we were, like, 
like not like babies but like raw like very like you know we were like this is the purpose this yeah. is the goal this is what we're we doing niche. this is a movement yeah so like, it's like okay um you know when they say is every step you're taking or everything you're doing adding to the overall vision of yeah. what it is so it's like when it comes to making choices and the the moves we make right that's how we can decide to how to move forward right is this strategic with our overall vision exactly because some of it could be side steps yeah which That's we've taken, done we, yes like now like <laughs> it'd be happening just oh i don't I'm even like, know let's on the side let's not even like, talk about this day <laughs> yeah first of all i'm so tired if, if this was a video guys i look hittington like, I look, I look crazy. I look like a bum. Thank God this is audio, though. I'm glad. I was going to go on live, too. Because let me tell y'all, speaking of live, shout out to my sorority sisters, Cussies. Um, not Lambda Chapter. We was at Alpha Chapter Rutgers campus. And they're practicing for homecoming for Lambda Chapter. And they asked me to come through. Because I used to stroll back in the day, way, way back in the day. And they was like, oh, can you come through, critique? Like, you know, see a transition, whatever. I was like, absolutely. I had um, actually actual time to go. So I came through and it was just mad love and just mad jokes because then I was with like my old profiles. And I thought that I was young out here in these streets. I miss I miss strolling. I miss stepping. I used so to love much. performing. Oh my I god. So that was much. like my carefree days. It was just like practice and just bullshitting, chopping up, um, <laughs> coming up with costume ideas, putting the mixes together. And just being like, just raw, like just kind of like there's no inhibitions, you're just kind of like it out there. Leave it all on the stage, like oh him. I used to fight with my line sister, like, uh, no, like them days. Yo. Delilah was Delilah was hitting me up yesterday. She was just like, "Yo, these girls are so young." I was. Cute. Oh my god, and they like, were so beautiful and like <laughs> just so like they don't have no fucking worry except to do their paper or whatever it is. And and here I am. Because like, in college, that's the biggest concern of your life, yeah, right? Like <laughs> you have really no real worries unless you maybe a commuter and then you're working. But if you're living on campus, which I was, um, I just was living my best life. Yeah. I plummeted after college. I'm done. I'm just like, how do you go down after college? Like, I was, I was rich over there. Yo, it... Yo, it Shout first... Shout out to Pulse, Like, my First of all, can we talk about... All right, so I, I need to get into this other thing, but just a quick note... Humans of New York, you follow Humans of New York, I right? Do, they but did sometimes that. I don't because I'll just <laughs> go on that page and never leave. Um, and there was this one guy and be inspired. There's too many fucking emotions on Humans of New York. I know, I love it. Um, this one guy, there was this one guy, and he he was just talking about how he had such a vision and a goal when he graduated. Like speaking of graduation, it was like a clear he had a clear path, and he wanted to be a millionaire at, the, at some age. He wanted to be the first Nigerian something whatever, and then. I guess, like, I want to say 10 years later, he is nowhere, well, in his mind, he's nowhere where he said he wanted to be when he graduated, and he feels like he's kind of worked backwards in life, so he was just basically being raw, open, and putting that out there, and people were, like, being so crazy in the comments, but Yo, I, like, resonated with him, though, because mm -hmm. I'm like, the life is different, like, mm -hmm. I mean, talk about a setback, I mean, it's not, a, it's not, it's not like it's a, whatever, I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason, so whatever's supposed to be will be, but just, like, the vision that you have. So how your vision changes did you have a clear like 
you had it set up of like this age, I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna be that. You had it very clear because I didn't have I it didn't, clear like that. I didn't have it clear. Like, I had an idea of what it was. I had an idea. I had an idea, but I, I, for myself, I started to feel like by senior year, I thought that the whole like skies is the limit, and like you go to college and get you come out and do anything you want was bullshit anyway, and like really yeah. hard work and consistency, all the other layers that come about are needed. Right. So my idea started to shift senior year, where I was like, okay. See, I had like multiple different thoughts because I graduated at a weird time where in two thousand first of all I, I did an extra year in college. I'm like, you about to date yourself? I'm I'm not even I ain't even I'm not even I ain't I don't even care. I don't even care. But like it was the freaking stock market crash and whatever. So it was like some people that I knew graduated, I said extra year, jobs were hard, but then it was like I was a little bit worried. I was not so much in a rush to leave because I didn't really know what was going like, to where be you going? next. Yeah, yeah, like what am I rushing to go where? Nothing set up. I had done maybe, I had done internships. I had started interning since before college. Mm-hmm. Like I was working in DKNY as my first brand. That's why I feel like fashion still has like a special place in my heart. But I don't want to. I wouldn't work in fashion unless it's in in some like advocacy type of situation, whatever. Fuck, fuck yeah. But what I was saying. Not to digress, but... Not to digress, but... I didn't have, like, a clear vision right, right. of where it was. I just knew that I was going to be successful in whatever right. it was. And I didn't even have a def- definition of... But, like, success did mean um, I was going to be making green money and, like, being in a job that... Where I was going to connect with people. Like, yeah. I knew that because I'm a talker, I'm a doer. Like, right. I like being... A, and also, I didn't know... Like, I remember having to do my freshman year what my career goal was, and I did a whole presentation on being a publicist. I definitely did, but when it was coming time to apply for those type of roles, the the word then was not, like, publicist. Yeah. It was, like, account executive and account coordinator, like, account this. Yeah. And I didn't know that verbiage. Like, I wasn't taught that. I kind of, right. like, learned over time. But then when I graduated, I felt like I fell into a place I didn't go to that place. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just mm-hmm. ended up there. So then it kind of, like, redirected. I just felt like... Then we met, and there was just all these side steps. So like, many, I feel like so since college, there have been back-to-back side steps. Mad side steps. Like, we over here. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's like, you know, when you're treading water, mm-hmm. and then the current just keeps on taking further away from the shore. And I've been you trying don't to get even to know where the direction is. I don't know if I'm southeast, north, anywhere. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to get to the shore. But I haven't gone to the shore. I'm still not at the shore. Any shore. Like, where's the shore? I'm not at the where shore. Is the sh- are we in a different analogy. country? Big. Where is the shore? I could be in another continent trying to make it back <laughs> yeah, to the southern I'm part. I'm cracking up. That is an excellent right? analogy, actually. That it is, is if you guys so are trying apropos. to gauge my life, like that is that it is so. I mean, I think I'm in the middle of the waters out here. I <laughs> I think for me, um, I think I had a vision, and I think that. I think, I mean... What was the vision? It's twofold, right? Because I feel like people have visions and then the shit doesn't work out. And then it's like, you're 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 down here when your vision was up here. And wait, 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 but let's even. break that up. When you say you have a vision and it's... I had a vision. My vision, 
My vision changed every year, but from freshman year, I wanted to be a journalist, and I went to journalism class and realized that you had to actually, like, interview people and, like, do research and stuff, and I was like, that's too much work for me. So then I ended up creative writing all my articles and got an A in the class, but I realized this wasn't for me, but no one ever knew that I never really interviewed people. Like, I made up stories. Um, and then I realized that I really like creative writing. So then I changed my major, and then I went into creative writing and psychology and communication. So I've kind of always been the communications lane but when I graduated I didn't have a job I didn't know what to do either with myself and then at some point after graduation I realized that I wanted to be in fashion and that started my fashion journey which wasn't really at fashion companies right <laughs> so it was like weird like I was doing all, all these jobs that weren't in fashion and trying to be in fashion at the same time you and then you know I met you and right. it's a so I mean yeah to your point like I felt like the sidestepping has been real <laughs> it's been yeah. real and i heard somewhere that all right so on my journey and all the notes that i received along the way it has made it a little bit clearer of what i do want because as you meet um with these people in certain companies or like in mm -hmm. situations you see what like these roles are made of but it also like solidified what it is that you want to do so that you can kind of like in that path because I feel like if if you don't if you're not clear on on what it is you want you're gonna be kind of like wishy-washy and swaying trying to get something so and I, this is the, this is what I feel I struggle with because it's like I can envision what my day-to-day -day looks like and what I want to be doing but I can't pick like a specific company and a specific but, like I can't hone in and zero and in on something because depending who I apply the position for, I have what that looks like at there. Right. But that's like that's like I was talking about this with my friend H, you know H. Mm -hmm. Um shout out to H um the other day and, and she she posed the question like why like for people who you and I were so creative and we think outside the box, we always try to put ourselves in the box, though. And it's like, when she told me that, I was like, that's really interesting because I'm a firm advocate on people not being in the box. And she's just like, yeah, you operate your life that way, but for some reason, when it comes to, like, jobs and titles, you put yourself in the box. Like, why are we checking the boxes? Like, you don't have to. Really so you, you, yeah. you envision what your life can be, and this is what you want. This is the role that you, you the role, that role can apply in so many different places. Like, why even, you don't even have to put yourself in the box about it. Like, right. you can do this in different places, and it could look a lot differently everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, it's just, it's just very weird. Like, I think I'm working on trying to be clear, mm -hmm. because there's a sense of when you're getting these no's and when you're trying to apply yourself, like, you, you never want to come from a place of, like, desperation. You know, right. and I feel like a lot of us do because we're trying to to still make the money to survive and stuff, and you're trying to hustle and and get it, and like it hasn't been very easy from when I hear a lot of people's stories of like finding the type of, and this is just like media, like media, right. digital PR. I'm talking in our space because I'm sure like for a doctor is different or an attorney. I'm or speaking a teacher. like yeah, or a teacher. Yeah. I'm speaking like in the creative space. It's not like such a Everybody get like even though we end up in the same places and spaces, the way we got here is so different. Like somebody, it's not black and somebody white. In this There's situation. no like straight roadmap. Is and is like somebody that could be younger than you could be in level over you because of how they came into the picture and and timing and opportunity does it's matter. So crazy. 
Yeah, but I be I be hearing of people literally moving from job to job in a strategic way, not that they're jumping around. Yeah. And I'm just like, I question my approaches yeah. because of that. But and that's but that's fine though the question you, we should be questioning everything right? right but I just think that I think it's hard for us like because it's not black and white that's why we always feel unclear because yeah. it's like think about it how many crayon I don't know what's and happening here and sometimes I here. think I'm one uh-huh. black and white and I and I'm not admitting it like but you but, and but my but, actions are you, but you're but you you're not black and white though right like there are what are the, what is there twenty six color crayons in a crayon box mm-hmm. black and black and white are two colors. We're operating in the we're operating outside the black and white. We're operating in all that color space. Right, but what I'm saying is like, you know how when there's too many choices, it, it makes it like mm-hmm. iffy and wishy washy. So when when it's just two things to pick from, then it like lessens it lessens what you're deciding on. So I feel like we say it um, we say it vocally, yeah. but the things that we do are put us yeah put us in this box because. I don't know if it's just like a safety net. Like, like we're like, oh, we don't want to be in a full-time job here, but here we are. Right. Or is like how the the full-time job looks in what place. Because I know that I would I would allow myself to be in a in a certain situation depending on the company. Right. Because what it affords you. But then if it's if it's not like you know what I mean? Like I do, but I'm but I feel like but I feel like it. it's not black and white, though. Like, I feel like, you know, that doesn't mean just because if you decide to be in a company because of what it affords you doesn't mean that it's still not aligned with your overall vision mm-hmm. either, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, for instance, you're real right now. Like, this is still part of what you want to do in some capacity. Mm-hmm. It looks a lot different, and it may not be the crooks of everything you want, but right. it's still leading you there. It's not like you're so far deviated in this particular role right. that you feel like, like, shit like i'm not even talking. like you're definitely drowning out there mm-hmm. at least at least like maybe you didn't know you were going to africa but like you near africa I'm, I'm, <laughs> like you know when the boat is there and you holding up and you're outside the water bitch you can't even get in i'm outside on the boat like hey guys I'm but like, at least you want the boat at least you held it on to the I'm boat though like the boat. the boat pulls off you still hold it on i don't know how long right, right. but you still oh. hold it on i'm done <laughs> Well, do you you see what the train of thought happens here? I'm sure that all of you guys can relate. Like you're like, bruh, that sounds like me because it's real. It it happens so much more frequently. Like every day, I'm questioning my purpose because you need to solidify what it is so that you're doing the steps needed to walk in it as closely as possible. Right. Every day, it doesn't feel like that. And great. That is a great call out. And the other thing I will say, though, is when you're thinking about clarity um, that a lot of people get real fucked up about is, like, clarity doesn't mean I need to, like, specifically, like, pick this role or pick this job or know this job or know this role. Clarity could mean, like, what you said. I know I like talking. I know I like connecting people. And I know I want to be successful. Like, that is your vision. You know, that you have clarity on that. You just don't know the lanes you're going to take to get there. Like, I mean, you know what I mean? There are people who don't have clarity on that either. Like, there are people who... And that's so good that you said that. So, the same young girl... She's a grown-ass woman, but, you know. (laughs) Tasica, I just love... She's like a a wordsmith. So she was like, she captioned a post she put on her Instagram. Y'all can follow her. Tasica.com. So Z-O-T-C-O-M. Things I wish I knew. So the first one was like, 
that she spoke to she spoke to a college um, junior and this is what she told them she was like one don't pressure yourself with the question what am I doing with my life mm -hmm. instead ask what can I do what's my gift identify your gifts yeah. to your point Ayana then too she was like ask yourself what is the problem my gift can solve this is especially important for creatives who aren't gifted with a clear-cut path to success like doctors accountants lawyers etc look at the world what's the problem that aches your heart can your gift help that and then three don't put so much stock mentally into jobs quote unquote look at work as opportunities each one is like building a house on your path and in the end you want to have built a community sometimes you won't get paid but you're working there's nobility in that three continue my work quote unquote not my job is all over my life because i'm using my gift every opportunity adds to my path some are paid some aren't but the fulfillment and balance is there this informs my decision making about where i spend my time let your gift spill everywhere and then an honorable mention she added another thing was stop wasting time on whatever you're dead ass not good at pour your resources into your gifts turn them into skills own your craft, don't be distracted. Go out and prosper. Hashtag black creators. It's like drops mic. I dropped my phone. I don't know if I heard it, but I could not I agree with her a thousand percent. It like like it, and she's like in our conversation. And to that point, that brings us into our our little check-in that we need to do on where we are in the homies Carla Moore's book. Crash leveraging through um what's it called leading through the wreckage because she pretty much said everything that this girl said when we met her mm. like that's that was pretty much what she said so where are you in this book did you finish it I didn't I'm in midway okay I I plan to finish it this week I thought I was gonna get to really um read some in Jamaica who was I kidding because I thought I was like oh I'm gonna be chilling on the beach no reading but like, like reading time everybody wants to talk and, and say they like stories. So they was interrupting my book. Um, so what do you think about it so far, though? So far, I think it's 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 just like it's so crazy that we be feeling this way. I'm just like, you know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. we really do hold ourselves back. I know for me, I can say this out loud. I live in fear. Mm -hmm. I be scared of that. I'm gonna fail. Like I don't even know what it even. It doesn't even make sense. It don't because I you. From. I mean, we failed a lot of times. But I, I don't know, and I, 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 have, I be having constant battles. Like for me, is it's more internal than external. I don't mm -hmm. think it's any. It's, it's nothing it's, else. It's myself. you. Yeah, it's all you. Yeah. So I'm just trying to like break through that, and um, I don't. I really don't know because I find myself like having time. And, and seeing and looking back where there was so many opportunities to be at a place. And I'm consciously thinking of this, but I'm not making certain steps to, to get out of the space of where I, I see myself constantly being in, of having opportunity to like fulfill something or follow through or, or finish something or create it. I feel like I'm always like in this limbo of... But why do you feel that way? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It's... it's, it's it's definitely an internal thing because the external thing shouldn't be what hinders. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm never gonna have a control over the external. Right. I'm only gonna have control of me. So I, I, it's something that like I'm processing and trying to figure out and trying to um, like take bite-sized pieces of it to like attack right. it because it's it's a 
compounding issue that's right. been from like way before. Right. Because I look back to certain points in my life where um, you know how people say, oh, I don't have the time to do this or in, like invest this time into creating this. And there's so many pockets of my life where there was time, but there wasn't money or resources, but I wasn't taking advantage of the time. Because right. something could have been built if, if I would have continued and been consistent with it. Right. So I don't know what, um, I, that's why I say I think it's fear or something. I, I'm really trying to like dig deep and see where that's coming from because I feel like I, I've been held back and it's like from my own decision making. Right. And it's, um, it's scary. It's, it's a little bit scary. It's like, but, and, but you're paralyzing yourself. Mm -hmm. Like you're the one who's doing that. So that is scary. It is because I don't like, I don't feel like nobody has, I mean, part of that is couple because I have put myself out there and try to get in these certain roles and things at the same time but I still feel there's a factor of the not necessarily seeking validation but wanting certain things to, to be in place to look way. a certain way for the other things to follow and it's like mm -hmm. you shouldn't need this to have that or need this to do that mm -hmm. like just fucking do it and mm -hmm. I and I don't fucking do it I don't fucking do it <laughs> But I'm gonna get it done. Like I'm, I'm working on like, it's like I'm a person, but then there's a double of me that I'm trying to hold her hand to come up. So she's dangling in like this open hole, and I'm, she's reaching her hand, and I'm like trying to pull her, and like, yeah, we're we're not tugging at each other, but it's like I'm holding you, and you're holding on to me. But like, why are we not letting go of something? Mm -hmm. so Maybe it's each know. other. I don't know. It's something, but I feel like. I'm trying to gather myself to get a, right. a hold of it because I am aware of it, but I don't know. Well, that was a, that's definitely, like, for those of you who don't know, um, you guys definitely need to get Carla Moore's book, but that's definitely something huge she talked about in the book, like, mm -hmm. fair and what that looks like and yeah. how we are the drivers in our own life. For me, I think I'm almost at the end but um what i do love about the, what i like about the book is how she narrated narrated yes, it right okay. i love I the chapters it. i love how like every every chapter is a lane right mm -hmm. because and she talks about sidestepping yeah. a lot like she i love how like it's about your life it's like you being the driver in the driver's seat of your life and how are you going to take control of that mm -hmm. and i why i like it is because it's a constant reminder i think for us and like just like everything you're talking about like right. you you get to control your life yeah. you get to make these decisions and you the things that happen that don't work out or things that you may have let slip it's all you like mm -hmm. she talks heavily about accountability which is my favorite <laughs> word so I'm all about people being accountable for their actions and she you know a lot of times when we look at accountability we look at it so negative negatively and it's not that it's not per se mm -hmm. but it's more so like let's start looking at it in our lives and what we do to ourselves not necessarily what someone's doing to us or, yeah. but like what we're doing to ourselves and because ultimately what people are doing to you is not their fault. It is still your fault. Yeah. You're allowing it or not allowing it. So it, it all comes down to you. It's like you it's your have, choice. Maybe. You have the control of how you're going to receive things, how you're gonna, what you're going to do. What you're going to tolerate, how long you're going to let yeah. it be. Because, you know, people's actions are their actions. Right. You don't have control of it. Nope. It's what, what you're going to do and allow. And, like, are you going to cut them off? Are you going to give them a chance? Are right. you going to, um, you know, forgive them or right. whatever? Like, when, when are the boundaries going to be? 
and implemented. You, and you have that responsibility to yourself. Self. And sometimes we're not responsible with we're ourselves. We're not responsible with ourselves at all. And she points that out so much in the book. I don't yeah. know if she says it that way, but she points yeah. that out a lot. Like, And I think for me, like that's been kind of like an eye-opener. Because a lot of the things that she talks about in the book, I know I do. I feel like I've come... I've come from such a far place in my life about where I am right now. <laughs> like, I come, I'm, I've grown. Yeah. So, a lot of things in the book, I'm like, I know, like, that's, I already do this, I operate mm -hmm. like this. But just being mindful of it, because mm -hmm. it is a, growth is a constant everyday work in progress, it right? Is. And sometimes we falter, you know? And I think just. The human element is, is all necessary. Human error. The human error. Yeah. Like, that's my With thing. ourselves. And I think, yeah. I think. We bat, we fucking bash ourselves. We need to be kinder to ourselves. But she also points out in the book, like, being responsible with it. Like, don't give yourself a break when you know you don't need a break, right? Like, it's just those things. Like, but that's what I'm saying. Discipline all yeah. ties in. Yeah. Because it's like, and I often criticize and judge, and judge because I'm like. You hear the words of people who say um, who you are when no one's looking. Yeah. And that's really who you are. That's and if, and if I have to be 1,000% honest, I'm not saying I'm a, a complete waste in any shape, form. Like, I know I've done amazing things, but I know there's, like, so much more I could be doing when no one's looking that I'm not taking those. Like, like, you're not tapping into your full potential. I feel like I say this all the time. I'm always, like, and to your point, going back about, like, clarity and vision and all that mm -hmm. stuff I always say all the time I know that there's so much more that I can be doing I should be doing I'm meant to do but I just like don't know what that looks like and I don't know when that will happen but I know like it's like almost like a game where I haven't unlocked my full potential like we've unlocked our potential because obviously we're doing it right. but there's so imagine like what would happen if we unlock like more no I understand that but I think that way too but we're still thinking like in the future. We're yeah. not thinking of it around right now because yeah. we could be living that very life that we're talking about like right now. So I don't know where's the disconnect of what why we can't achieve it or like why we're we're literally not doing it now. Because again, you gotta be urgent it's a now. Perception. It's a perception thing. It's a, my, your mind is like and it's all internal, so it's not like and, and it's nothing to do with nobody else. It really doesn't. It really doesn't. <laughs> Um, but speaking of, speaking of, um, like perception internal and like the things that we should be doing now, um, mm -hmm. jumping into hashtag obsessed with this week, our, um, our girl is Angela Yee and, um, mm -hmm. means a lot to have interesting opinions about Angela, but overall, I think the, the clear thing to point out is that she is a hustler in her own right and she's doing her damn thing on the Breakfast Club as a radio personality. Like, I mean, you know, we've all known Angela, like, not know her, but, like, mm -hmm. seen her journey for a long time. You and know she, I mean? it wasn't a smooth sailing type of thing. No, like, she has been. Like she's been in the game. She's from intern been, all, like, all the way from the she, bottom. To her the hustle is real. Yeah. But something, specifically why we wanted to bring her up today is because something she said at CultureCon really stuck with me. And I'm not going to say verbatim because for some reason I can't remember verbatim. But basically she was saying like the best thing that you have to give when it comes to your passion is to be consistent and be persistent. And you know, and I think that that was a good testament to her journey and her travels because this is why she is where she is right now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. She's just like, everyone's not going to be checking for you. Things are not going to happen when you want it to. She's like, none of that's going to happen. She was like, it's literally hard hard work being consistent and it right. it resonated for for us with this podcast because you know we're at episode 56 like 
contrary to the popular belief, that's no easy task. You know what I mean? And like, I'd be feeling, I like, not only that I downplay it, but I'd just be like, yeah, this is what we need to be doing. Like, you just do it. But, like, there's a lot of people that they hear it and they're like, wow, it's it's not an easy thing to do. Like, it takes a lot of work and it does take time. It takes a lot of work. we still here. And we started, we did, we taped weekly for a year. Like, we were mm-hmm. on crack. Not literally, but. Yeah, no. We, Say no to drugs, kids. <laughs> we were crazy. We were. And to continue to, like, I'm glad, like, we were able to, like, scale back and, like, reassess and all that stuff. But we've been super consistent. Same. And, like, that's something that no one can take away from us. They can't. I literally remember our first conversations, like, where we recorded four times yeah. and, and had them, like, archived before we even said this podcast existed. Yeah. Because like, we didn't oh, even trust ourselves. We're yeah, like, are we going to be consistent? Because we had so many flops. Because, <laughs> we you know, the nature, the nature <laughs> of things and how life goes. But we definitely stood... So four episodes then were four weeks back to back because we were doing mm-hmm. every week. So we went a month long of like, you know what? We're really going to do this. And I feel like our topics and what we speak about, like we've... I feel like we haven't fluffed shit in all the episodes we've created it has been like like things that have been going on and happening and raw and, and like yeah we try to think of what the subject is and like kind of checking into ourselves to see what's happening in life so right. that we create a theme around it so you know this is not like a just unorganized out of the place conversation there's right. some like purpose to it but this is literally the conversations that we're having that if they weren't recording me and Ayana are having them. Right. But, like, now they're documented. And this is what we started. Like, this is what we said we were going to do. Which is pretty fucking cool. I think so. So, shout out to Angela Yee because we appreciate her hustle. Yes. And she has, like, she's beyond um, the Breakfast Club. Like, yeah, you know, she's she, way that's beyond. That's just, like, a piece yeah. of the pie. She's been, um, she has a book club going on. She is also partner um, with some, two other women or maybe three for another podcast for a podcast it's called lip service and um she's been like kind of not on the political way but like she supports certain causes uh-huh. and um yeah she's she speaks out and she's just doing her thing yeah and, and then at the same time i don't know this because i don't personally like check in check for her right. or, but like she'd be like low-key she'd be like, no i've me i'm me yeah, right? like she's not really but yeah she's no she she's just on her hustle yeah, she's on her hustle it's like the people that work with the head down and yeah too. but i i mean i appreciate that though because mm-hmm. oh and then this, she partners produces for life she has a store yeah so she, this is why this is why um we respect her game yeah, she's obsessed with Louis. So, shout out, check her out if you haven't. Um, So, we got to wrap up, but before we go, you know, this whole setback to come back thing has been really interesting. We've gone through a lot of different sidesteps in our lives and a lot of issues this week on my end and all kinds of stuff. But one thing we kind of wanted to, like, wrap up with is one piece of advice someone gave us or a favorite quote about a setback that has really resonated with us Mm -hmm. or any lesson. So, what you got to share? So, for me, is like... And I've heard it several times, like, by different people, is don't stop. Like, yeah. like keep going through it. Like, like, if you don't feel good, keep going. If you're unsure, keep going. Like, just keep going. Right. And it, it sounds harder. It's it sounds easier, easier than it is, yeah. Yeah, but, it's like, literally keep going. Because it's like that meme. If I had to put it in, like, a picture, 
the meme of somebody who's like knocking down the boulder and they're so close to the diamond on the other side and they walk away. And then somebody else gets to come and do two knocks and Not get the any, diamond. Yeah. That's how it always happens. Yeah. This is like a game. What yep. game is this? The jewel diamond. Mine. <laughs> I'm so dead. Anyway, I'm okay. If I even said that. Okay, so. Minesweeper. Mine <laughs> that was the game I was thinking of. All right, so mine is um, a setback is um, a setback is a setup for a comeback because really um, I feel like everything happens for a reason. Like I I feel like I've been saying that all week. I've had so much happening this week, guys, but I've been saying that all week. But everything happens for a reason, and it's like no matter how much I want to push something, mm -hmm. no matter how much I want to like change the direction that something's going in, sometimes. You have to like acknowledge that this is happening for a reason and this doesn't mean it's failure, doesn't mean like you've done anything wrong per se. Mm -hmm. It means that this was not meant to be right now. Mm -hmm. This may not meant to be this may not have meant to be for you. It may not meant to be right now. But it it that would that everything happens for a reason. And take, you know, take um that's what I'm looking for. Take like Find some type of peace in that to know that it doesn't mean for you to stop, mm -hmm. but Maybe something, this is happening because maybe you need to reshift. Maybe you need to do all kinds of things. But it it's doesn't mean... you need to learn yeah. in, in the process. Total lesson learned. Yeah. <laughs> it's something you need to learn, an experience you need to have so that it preps you. Because I think back to certain moments. Like, the job that I had before this one, I literally complained every single day. And the things I was doing there, I'm doing, like, almost all of that here. Right. And the onboarding was not as difficult. Like, you know, like, now it's like a breeze. It's just so crazy. Everything happens it, for And it helps you. This, the like, shit that you think doesn't help you, you're going to pull from that tool one day and you're going to be like... Because oh, there's shit. lessons in everything. They, everything. Everything ends up coming up, coming back around full circle, even when it fucking sucks at the time when you're experiencing it. Facts. Straight facts. So don't give up and realize that everything happens for a reason and usually a setback set is a step setting you up for a comeback. And also, live your life. I need us more to live our lives and stop being caught up in like these perfect dreams that we know that, that don't exist. exist. Yes, because I'm, you know why I say this? Because um, sometimes being in the culture that we are, like our parents don't understand. I'm Latina, Puerto Rican, Dominican. Our parents or like certain family members don't understand the life that we live or like mm -hmm. even what it means to take a day off because you know our parents come from the you just work 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 provide 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 there's no time for enjoyment right. like and I refuse to live a life where I'm just chasing this dream so damn hard and even and when I get to the dream and I achieve it then what like I missed out on somebody's bachelor party I missed out on a wedding or I missed mm -hmm. out on like being able to travel I, like there I, has to be a balance has like there has to be a balance in everything and you can't like you can't like not live your life to you know i mean we all have compromises things like that yeah. but like enjoy life because once you die you can't take none of it with you, you can't take it with Only you and also you don't want to look back and be like i didn't get to this do, is what i did or i didn't do enough because it's easy to guilt trip yourself like yeah. you know i was away in jamaica it's like that i could have saved that money to invest in the business or i could have saved that money for my apartment, I could have saved that money for so many other things, but it's just like those things are also important. But everything has to get its time, and every and everyone needs a vacation. <laughs> yeah, and I've been wanting to take them like every three months, but 
that's another story. I mean, in a perfect world, vacation should be every three months, but anyway, on that yeah, note. Every three weeks, if I was rich, <laughs> bitch. One day, one day. We gotta get that. We are So, we wanna hear from you guys. You know, definitely check out this episode and like hit us up on IG and let Share us know. Share with your friend. Let your grandma listen to it. Maybe she can live her dreams through us. We still want her to be Live her best life she while she's life. here. Yeah, while she's here. Um, let your little cousins listen to it, you know. Plant the seed. And definitely let us know, like, any favorite quotes you may have or, like, advice you've gotten from someone about setbacks because we always need some some motivation and everything to keep going. We all do. So, on that note, we are... Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Non-Corporate Girls. Check us out next time when we interview Jasmine Henley-Brown. Don't forget to follow your favorite girls on the gram, Ayana at the underscore Aya underscore brand, Delilah at Miss Delilah C. Check out our happenings on at Non-Corporate Girls on the gram as well. Until next time.